Welcome to the Life as an Observer podcast. My name is Ryan Bean. I am your host in self-observation. This podcast is an exploration of physical and non-physical self through discussion around yoga, meditation, self-improvement, self-realization, and practices that elevate the mind-body-soul connection. Let's start observing. Welcome to another Monday Mindful Moment here on Life as an Observer. Today, we discuss moving into joy rather than sadness after the breakup. In the Book of Joy, written by Desmond Tutu and the Dalai Lama, Desmond Tutu explains, Discovering more joy does not save us from the inevitability of hardship and heartbreak. In fact, we cry more easily, but we will laugh more easily too. Perhaps we're just more alive. Yet as we discover more joy, we can face suffering in a way that enables us rather than embitters. We have hardships without becoming hard. We have heartbreak without being broken. As you leave a relationship and move into another one, it is very easy for us to shift into patterns because we move into these patterns that we were once self-soothing these patterns that say this makes me feel better for the temporary or this is helping me forget about my ex this is helping me feel better but it's really not about them so as we move into these sensations and these feelings we're doing this in an effort to forget about or even distract, but the truth is, is we're making it all about them rather than focusing on us. So in today's Mindful Monday moment, I want to talk a little bit about embracing that change and giving you a few tips that can maybe help you overcome the breakup. Now, first things first is we don't want to use the word broken. I hear that a lot where we say, I am broken, I am sad, I am hurt, I am, I am. And what what that is doing is certainly it is bringing attention back to us, but we're placing blame on that state of being on someone else rather than taking responsibility for it. So we're using this I am rather than I feel. I feel hurt by what happened. I feel sadness. I feel a certain way. Whatever that is, maybe I feel betrayed or I feel whatever happened in your relationship. And you can address that with feeling as a place of temporary change in your harmony, in your equanimity. Rather than I am broken, because you're not broken, you are simply feeling pieces of yourself scattered. And we need to come back to self at that point saying, I feel a little scattered. I feel as though the harmony that was within me is not in balance. And what that does is it shifts from pointing or placing blame on someone to taking personal responsibility to how we feel. Now, another tip is just embracing confidence. So we tend to find ourselves in this place of 
sadness and where we're not very confident and maybe we stop doing the things that we used to love doing because we might run into our ex at our favorite gym. We are places where we used to go for our healthy dishes or our smoothies or wherever we are we're eating. We're not going to go there because we might run into them, right? And that's great, <laughs> but that is still diverting that attention. We want to step into confidence and I'm going to talk more about that in here in a little bit, but we want to embrace that confidence in a way that says, I'm going to exercise because I'm bettering myself now. I'm going to eat right because I'm bettering myself. And I'm going to spend time around those who have a really good energy, not those who help me self-soothe and sympathize and even drawing attention towards your ex. Maybe there is that talk that happens where you're like, they really are horrible. And that person says, yeah, they're really horrible. And that makes you feel good for a minute. That may be a small dopamine hit, but it is not the key to healing. We want to really move towards good energy that says, hey, you look fantastic today. Let's get out into nature. Let's put our feet in the dirt. Let's do some grounding. Let's really shift this and embrace confidence through exercise, good eating, and good habits. Now, there is a tradition in, uh, in a Japanese tradition, and it's a pottery tradition. It's called uh, kintsugui, which is a Japanese tradition, how they fix broken pottery. And I bring this up because this tradition is really beautiful, and I'm reminded about it because I actually am having a, a pot fixed for me in this tradition. It's a way of taking silver or gold and taking that cracked space in the pot to, or the cup or whatever it is pottery wise to fill it and to create a design there using the silver or the gold enhancing the experience but that scar will always be there but it is a beautiful scar it's one that enhances the appearance and it also gives a story to tell now I don't always want us to move back into the hurt and the pain and the suffering because we do certainly want to let go of that experience. However, as we let go and move on, we can move on as it was a beautiful learning experience rather than a painful, exhausting experience that includes negative feelings. So not holding on to shame, not holding on to anger, and actually looking at that piece of pottery, no matter how it got broken, as a beautiful piece of artwork. Now, to let go requires a lot. It's sometimes just thrown around in the yoga community, just like, hey, let go, move on. Well, it's not always that easy now, is it? If you still feel negative feelings towards your ex or your partner, and you're holding on to that anger and shame, how will you possibly get over it? Well, first, stop avoiding and suppressing your negative feelings. Don't say that they're wrong or that you're using words like I'm a hot mess or I'm broken. I want you to see if you can begin to shift into doing things that you love and beginning to use words that say, I feel this way, which is temporary. It's a temporary state and make it more about you and your healing than it is about them because it's really not about them. It's keeping our mind active and moving away from obsessing on the breakup or even them. What are they doing? 
checking out their social media to see what they're up to um, and obsessing almost as though we are aggravating that wound to make it bleed more to show, look how much I am hurt. But see, that's not true love. That's not true love that you're holding on to. That's you creating wounds and then you're attached to the creation of the wound rather than finding true love. See, we're trying to fill this void where maybe love was and now it's not. So we're filling it with sometimes self-soothing techniques where we, you know, spend our time into social media or where we want to talk to someone who will embrace the way we feel. But that doesn't really get rid of it. It certainly just suppresses it. So this is when we come back when we come back and begin to really address what's going on. So we have to believe that we have more than one soulmate. Many times this is hard to believe because the breakup is so hard and we talk about all the good things that happen, but we never really talk about why it's over unless there was some betrayal or something that happened along that way. But sometimes we just begin to say, hey, I only have one soulmate, my life is over. And that is not the truth. Maybe you haven't found a soulmate, or maybe you have more than, than one. You have to convince yourself that there is multiple people who appreciate you, who find you attractive, who want to spend time with you. And remember, there are multiple soulmates out there. I promise you, if you're lying on the couch waiting for them to come to you, you're probably not going to find them. It is time to get up and step into that second point of embracing your confidence don't use words, first point, that say who you are. I am broken. I am hurt. I feel hurt. I feel as though there's a shift happening. And now I'm embracing my confidence and I'm going to get out, out of the house, off the couch, and I'm going to find one of my many soulmates. Now, what we need to be careful of is that we don't go and find people to date that are exactly opposite of our ex. <laughs> we tend to do that sometimes. I've seen this where we say, ah, you have brown hair. Well, my ex had uh, blonde hair, so I, that's perfect. Or you're tall, he was short. Or she was into fitness, you're not. Or she was into yoga, you're not. So perfect. We tend to, to want to do that almost as a way of... Um, as a solution where we say, mm, this is going to work out better now that I'm looking for something totally different. That is not always going to be the answer. I'd say that when we, when we do that, instead of thinking about what we truly want, we jump into something that is completely opposite because we're still in the memory of our ex. So what we need to do, we need to get clear on our values. Our values sometimes are not clear, especially after the relationship. We just know what we feel. But maybe even sitting down and putting down what we value in our relationship, how we want to feel. I want to feel appreciated. And maybe even turning this into a focus wheel activity where you write these things down saying, in the middle, you write relationship, 
the perfect relationship is here. You write that right in the middle of your page. And then you start to surround it with ideas or thoughts or feelings that are clear on your values. So I would make a little bubble off to the side that says, I like how it feels to be appreciated. I love, another bubble, I love going on adventure dates with my partner. Another bubble. I love it when I am complimented on my appearance. And whatever it is that you value in your relationship going forward, you can put these all down on the paper. And I want you to just to keep writing these things. Maybe it's things along the lines of, I, I love going to yoga with my partner. I enjoy freedom from my partner without having to explain. This creates trust. I love to trust my partner. And you can start to write all these things down that begin to really enhance that. So now you have them all on your paper. But what we also need to learn to do is we need to learn to say no sometimes. And this is usually the hardest the hardest thing because as you become single again or you move into a new state of being you may find that your vibration as you begin to heal embrace confidence and use words that talk about how you feel rather than your state of being moving into this new pottery this new kintsugui where there is scar still there but it's beautiful there is this healing happening you may find that you're starting to attract people and you may want to just go out because you've been in a relationship and you've uh, maybe been spending some time inside you've been healing and now you want to go out and sometimes it's hard to say no because you're going to be offered uh, opportunities to go out but what we don't want to do is we don't want to jump right back into a relationship that either is exactly opposite or is exactly similar to the one we just got out of. There's no reason to waste your time who do not align with what you're looking for. Now that's hard because we don't want to just say, you're not what I'm looking for. But we also want to have boundaries. Yes, may people may feel hurt by your honesty and that's ultimately really up to them to deal with. Remember, this is, it's not about them as you're making this decision. This is about you. And you're saying, I don't want to say that I'm not interested, but I, maybe I'm not ready. Or maybe this isn't exactly what I'm looking for. Or can we take this slow? Because this is about you stepping into your confidence and this is about you creating that beautiful healing. So to do that, again, we move into really helping and improving ourselves, maybe reading, maybe listening to podcasts, traveling by yourself, getting into nature, and starting to embrace the idea that it's no fault of anyone, that simply the relationship ended, and that we're moving forward. True growth can only happen when we look inside ourselves. And when you look inside, you begin to grow and you become a better version of yourself. You'll develop more confidence. And when you're more confident, you're more likely to have conversations, meet people, 
and maybe find that true love that you're looking for. Now, if you're ready to go out there and find someone new, you have to go out there and find them. It drives me a little bit a little bit nuts when people say, I, I want to find love, but if it happens, it happens. Um, I'm not going to go out there and look for it. The universe is going to do its thing, right? The universe is going to bring me this person. And there is some value to manifesting a partner. But you got to do the work, friends. You have to sit down there and do the work. Write down your values and what it is that you want in your next partnership. Finding love isn't easy, and it can take a long time sometimes to master. True love is really a beautiful thing, and it shouldn't be degraded to this um, idea that it's disposable. If you haven't found love yet, and you're still wondering, like, what am I? What is this guy talking about? Don't give up. It is out there. It, it, it's available to all of us, but. The place that we need to look for that love is actually within ourselves. Starting with, don't talk about how broken you are, how you are sad, how you can never find love, how you keep doing this same cycle and over. If this sounds like you and your narrative, let's begin to switch that by saying, I feel sadness. I enjoyed the feeling of being with this partner. and using I feel words to describe where you're at. Then embrace confidence, start exercising, eating good, being around good energy, grounding, getting into nature, starting to do activities that build you up as a student of life and getting you out into community, getting you out into spaces that allow the universe to help you with your manifesting. Sitting at home probably is not going to do it. You got to get out there and you listen to that inspired action that comes after your meditations. And third is embracing that broken pottery into something beautiful. See, remember in the quote from the very beginning, we can be broken. We can feel broken hearted. We can feel it, but not be completely broken. We have the ability to heal and to come back as something more strong, resilient, and beautiful. Change your self-talk, embrace confidence, and transform. Using these three steps to heal after a, a breakup is sometimes hard, a little bit difficult. But come back to this. Three easy steps to recovering from your relationship. Recovering from the heartbreak, but not being broken. Thank you for joining today's Mindful Moment. See you on the next episode of Life as an Observer.